Let's get this thing started. Episode 141, Wayne in with Travis Hartman. I am B-Money, the producer. That over there is the talent weekend. Trav, we got to jump right in. We have local fights, local amateur fights. Protect the Nest, December 2nd at Lake Howell High School. Uh, uh, you have a, a couple local kids that are here on the on the card. We got Cyrus the Virus Perez, the main event. We got Carl the Freak Peak, the co-main event. Uh, weekend, Trav, just a quick rundown on the details. Doors open at noon. First fight goes off at 1 p.m. That's Lake Howell High School. Uh, we were there in May for amateur fights as well, Weekend Trav, but this is de- Saturday, December 2nd. Yes, we had one fighter part of that card, but this time I think we have four or five fighters fighting on this card. So I hope all of the Orlando people come out and see um, the amateurs and see all the hard work they've been putting in because amateur boxing right now in Orlando, Florida, in Central Florida is growing. And honestly, it's growing because the pro scene is growing and so is the amateur. They kind of go together. Be money. It's like the old thing you say, um, a rising tide raises all ships. That's what's going on right now. All ships are raising. And we got to uh, do a little shout out for UFC gym at Witter Springs, Florida, because obviously they are one of the title sponsors on this thing. I know weigh-ins will be there that morning, earlier that morning, December 2nd, Saturday. Um, I'm sure there's a few other sponsors, but we're not in the business of getting other, any other shout outs uh, unless they've given us a shout out. Is that, isn't that correct in their weekend draft? I believe it. Amen. Okay, so any any other details on this one? We want to make sure that we get people there. Uh, I don't know how ticket prices. I don't have any of those details at all. Yeah, you um, know what? I think tickets, um, Mike was selling tickets. I can't remember. I think you can go online and buy these tickets. If you go to the UFC gym, Winter Springs, um, actually, MikeSawyerPromotions.com. Mike, M-I-K-E, Sawyer, S-A-W-Y-E-R, promotions.com you can get 10% off if you go on like right now and hurry and get these tickets but or you can get them at the door as well but they're more expensive at the door our best to tag all the different links and things like that uh, as this post drops here on wednesday uh so the, yeah that's right msp promotions uh there as well protect the nest this is homegrown fighters folks we like local fighters we like amateur as well so it's good to see these guys coming up and gals coming up from uh you know, young kids on up through high school. Cause I think these two guys might be high school, might be early college. I'm not sure he, uh, off the top of my head, but I think when we saw, uh, I know for sure we saw Cyrus Perez fight and I think he was fight of the night there in May weekend, Trav. Easily. If, if he wasn't, I believe that he was, that fight was crazy exciting. I can't even remember who ended up winning. All I know is the fans won because that was an amazing fight. Yeah, so go go support these guys as they and gals as they come up in the ranks. Amateur fights, protect the nest. December second, uh, Saturday there at Lake Hal High School in Winter Springs, Florida. Uh, doors open at noon. Uh, weekend travel. Let's go ahead and shift gears a little bit. We want to look backwards at the past weekend. There was the big. There are a couple big fights. We're not going to talk about the ladies matchup because I think Dave Schroeder did a good job of that uh, with our. UK correspondent. Uh, but let's talk about the Benavidez uh, Andrade fight. Um, yeah, that was kind of what as expected. Yeah, I mean, it did and it didn't. It went as expected, meaning that Benavidez won. But I think how Benavidez won was very impressive. And I think he really has cemented himself as a not only a viable opponent for the super middleweight 168 pound title against Canelo Alvarez. I think he is more than solidified that he earned that right. And I think that a lot of people are picking him to beat Canelo, to be fair, which I've seen a lot of experts say that I'm not going to go that far, but I will say that Benavidez is a problem for 
anybody that he fights. He is a problem. And it's a problem that I don't know if Canelo can solve it or not. Um, I want to see Canelo fight probably in May and we'll see what he has left. I predict that a Benavidez Canelo fight could possibly happen in September of next year. And if it does, that will be one of the biggest fights of the year. So Benavidez, a uh, technical knockout, a stoppage of over Demetrius Andrade, former middleweight champion of the world, undefeated fighter, handed him his first loss over the weekend. And Andrade was the most dodged guy as well. So the fact that Benavidez was able to put him out of there the way he did was super impressive, B-Money. And, and, you know, uh, somebody caught Caleb Plant on the way out after that fight, and he basically summed it up. Listen, these are, are two big names that, that we wanted to see fight. I mean, that's what that's what boxing fans want. They want the yep. big names to fight. So kudos to both of them fighting. Um, but what I will say, Weekend Trav, is what I said to you guys that when we were at the Amanda Serrano fights. I don't think that fight's going to happen. I don't think Canelo's going to happen with Benavidez because I just don't think Canelo at this stage in the game wants it uh he obviously already has something lined up for cinco de mayo weekend yeah i just don't think it's uh really necessary his his legacy is cemented what's the point for him to do this fight there isn't any i mean there is because it's there's enough critics hopefully guys like us the smaller podcast gets it out there but if enough people clamor for this fight Canelo is a man of legacy. He's a man of of honor. And I think he will fight Benavidez because I think he'll be pressured to. And I think that he wants the best fights. I'll show you how much he really cared about it. I think sometime around the fight or the day of, the only post that he had on the internet was just him golfing. That's how much he cared about what was going on in that fight. Uh, so no we, golf, no life. Yeah, there you go. So we can try Benavidez as victorious, dominates uh, in his win on Saturday. Um, we can try. Let's yes, switch gears again here. I'm Another gear switch. How many gears do I have on this thing on episode 141? Well, let's talk this oh, coming weekend as well, December 2nd. You know, we talked the amateur fights locally here in Winter Springs, Florida, but also yeah. on the professional ranks, December 2nd. Big household name, uh, big social media name, big social media draw, big Twitter warrior, keyboard jockey. Uh, probably not keyboard, but he's t- punching. Maybe he has somebody typing for him, I think, at this point. Ryan Garcia fighting somebody. Oscar Duarte. You oh, know what, though? Go. I just found out, though. You got to give some props here, B-Money, because I just found this out, that Tiafoma Lopez turned down a contract to fight Ryan Garcia. Sure. This was sure. Tio's this was Tio's words though. I know, but sure. So I because of the money, whatever. But be money. That's kind of impressive. The fact that I think Garcia wanted to fight Tiafoma Lopez because I'm I'm at the I point. think it's impressive, B Money. It is impressive if it's true. I'm at the point. But why here, would it not be true? Tiafoma it would I, look bad it, on him. Because there's no way to prove anything. I don't believe any of these guys anymore. These uh, listen, and speaking, you and I are the oldest millennials on the block. But okay. when I look at these millennial fighters, they're just a bunch of liars and they just get on Twitter and they type and they they say a lot of stuff and they they, they don't really back a lot of it up. So who, who's to say that that actually really happened with Tiafima Lopez and there was a contract rejections? Who knows? They just, I, just, I think they, I think they just stir the pot in order to get their name in the mix and get it out there without actually having to lift a glove. 
I mean, I just don't think that that is a lie that makes Tio look good. It makes it look like he turned down a fight, which he did, and he admitted to it. So I disagree with you. I think that, yeah, he wanted more money, which is fine. Tio is all about money now, and that's fine. We're prize fighters. I get it, whatever. But you got to stop talking about money. That money talk needs to be behind closed doors. The more you talk about money to the public, the more we look at you and be like, bro, what, what the hell? Do you not love what you do? Like, fight. That's what we do. We fight. Do you ever hear Canelo talking about money? No. Shut no. up and fight. And that's Period. why. And and so boxing fans and people that get behind the mic, similar to me, you're going to start having that attitude when it comes to these guys. I just don't care. I don't care to hear Teofimo senior or junior talk because he wants more money in order to pay for his dad's uh, uh, mustache tweezings to get that little line just perfectly you know, all the dads getting involved with their millennial boxing <laughs> fighters. I can't stand it. We can try this is, ugh, this is it just drives me nuts. So well, uh, let me ask you though, let's get, let's get to the fight though. That's December 2nd. I, I don't even know the details, but uh, does Oscar know. Duarte have a chance? I mean, gosh, it's freaking boxing. I want to say no. I do want to say he's got, he's got a slim to none chance. And I feel like slim just went out the door. Okay. So that's my opinion on it. I don't know enough about Oscar Duarte. I know enough about Ryan Garcia. I know that Ryan Garcia is coming off of a loss to Tank Davis, Javante Davis. So in my business mind, and and everybody knows that Garcia is a big seller, I don't see them putting him in the ring with a killer, his first fight back after his first loss. So just with that um, landscape, I think that he's probably going to win. And hopefully he wins dominating fashion. Well, that's what I was going to get to. Here's what would be the killer in this situation if Garcia wins, but it's a flat win. It's just, uh, it's either it goes to the judges or if just like, it's like, uh, it goes deep in the rounds. That would not be good for him or his brand, in my opinion, because he's slowly falling down that ladder to where we just don't care. I don't care to see it. Um, so we shall see, I guess, come this Saturday. Um, that's, that's the crazy thing about sports now is that Ryan Garcia is to a point to where it's, he's in a, he's in a no win situation because he's at this level now to where he can't just win anymore. Matter of fact, he hasn't won his last fight, but he's got to win. And now he's got to win impressively to keep up with these Twitter warriors and these other guys at that level, because the 135 and 140 40 pound division is amazingly stacked to be money. And now that I mentioned it, the 140 pound division, we just did a sit down interview with Giovanni Marquez, who's a 140 pounder who has already been as chief sparring partner for Shakir Stevens and Devin Haney. So this kid's 22 years old up and coming. And I think guys like Ryan Garcia better be careful before a guy like this is nipping at his heels, who is quietly working hard, quietly winning, quietly impressing. And eventually he's going to be right there with the Ryan Garcia's because his dad was a former world champion. So Giovanni Marquez um, is literally right there. But why I brought him up was because he's actually signed, I believe, um, being brought up with the same promotion company as Tiafimo Lopez. I can't even say this guy's name. Tiafimo Lopez. He's with that same people that are bringing him along. So he's got some good people with him. And he's also got some major players in the 140 pound division. So 
Giovanni Marquez, look out for him the next, I would say, 12 to 24 months. You're going to see this kid at a very high level. I, I think what we all wish to see, uh, you know, not that we necessarily wish to see Ryan Garcia all over the TV. Oh, there it is. Um, is Ryan Garcia getting back to the Luke Campbell version of, of Ryan Garcia Yeah, uh, where he was impressive and he rebounded and like he got dropped, but he got up and he was just very resilient. And we just, yeah. I don't feel like we've seen that for like since then here's, here's what a uh, hard rock has uh, on the favorites here on this Duarte fight, uh, which yes, it Ryan Garcia is a big favorite, but not as big as I would have thought. I mean, so minus 400 favorite, which is big. And Duarte being the plus 300, but you know, sometimes you see these things overwhelmingly like minus a thousand, right? So it's, it's still, he's heavily favored. So it's still, don't, don't get me wrong. Those are very good odds for Ryan Garcia. If you're going to take that, you're barely going to win any money. Um, you know, but it's not as if it's like a minus thousand, like, yeah, he's supposed to roll over this guy. So we shall see weekend Trav. You never know. Weirder things have happened. I mean, we, we had uh cambosis, right? I mean, that's, that was kind of, kind of one of the strangest things, but we felt it and we bet on him back. Gosh, now it's been almost two years ago. Oh my uh, gosh. So- yeah, you're right. So we shall see. Uh, just we'll see if it's the Ryan Garcia that was ready for Luke Campbell, or if we're gonna see, is it gonna be the Ryan Garcia that laid down for Tank Davis? I don't know. So this, these fights are being streamed on DAZN. They're part of Oscar De La Hoya's Golden Boy Promotions. So if you want to watch this fight with Ryan Garcia, you can watch it on DAZN. It's in Houston, Texas, at the Toyota Center. So it's in a. This is pretty funny because Giovanni and Marquez, the one we just said in this corner, you can check our page out. He's also fighting in, I believe, Houston, Texas, December 1st, the night before. Um, I, I, I don't remember where it's at, but it's for the Red Owl. Um, I think Red Owl Center or something like that. But you, could, if you watch our podcast, if you watch our interview we did, it posted uh, yesterday. You can check it out on Weighing In with Travis Hartman. It's on our Instagram page. It's also on our YouTube page. So go check that out. And you'll see the details. But Giovanni Marquez is fighting uh, December 1st. And then we have... Uh, Ryan Garcia fighting December 2nd. So that's, it's a pretty good thing. And then we also have the other guy we had on the card. Um, oh my gosh. I'm not on the card on the podcast. Um, Lydell Rhodes is fighting December sure. 2nd down in Miami for a Don King promotion. And I believe it's being streamed free of charge. So go check our podcast out. I've been really killing it on the, in this corner interviews, B money's been killing it by getting them up there. We've Man, been killing it. So I hope you guys. Nuts. I know. I'm just sitting back at interviews and B Money's like, Trev, I'm, I'm how like, are you hey. going to sin, bro? Well, I'm like, hey, I mean, do I need to get this edited and posted? And you're like, he fights Saturday. I'm like, okay, well, I guess, <laughs> uh, I guess. And then that was in the case of, uh, of Lydell there. Um, uh, what's, uh, what's his first name? It's, um, it's, it's, Li- it's a Haskell Lydell Rhodes. Yeah, Haskell. There we go. He goes there by both. I, I, he told me he goes by both. I know him by, uh, Lydell Rhodes so. at Lydell Rhodes. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> anyways, so that's all coming up very, very quickly. Uh, this whole weekend is going to be pretty packed, especially if you're in the Houston area. You got some stuff going on, but if you're in the Central Florida area, which a lot of our audience is, actually, no, we can travel. A lot of our, our audience is in like the Philippines and like weird places like India and stuff. Not weird, but you know, kind of yeah. out there. Uh, the, the metrics tell us that uh, we're really big in the South Pacific. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, that's so crazy because my personal page too, when I go to our, you know, these professional dashboards you get now, um, I got the blue check mark. So I get all this extra stuff. My audience, B-Money, is coming from Sao Paulo, 
5.1% of my followers are coming from oh. Sao Paulo. And yeah. then 1% is coming from Rio de Janeiro. The rest is under percentage coming from like my hometown. It's in Missouri. And oh. then Orlando, 0.8%. But Sao Paulo and Rio de Janeiro. How hey, does that make sense? You're big with the Portuguese population, I guess, as I guess my quarter Filipino draws the audience uh, from the South Pacific Islands for us. I don't know. Uh, so, so anyway, so if you're in the Houston area this weekend, you got a couple of days worth of some pretty solid boxing there. And then obviously yes, if you're here in winter, spring, central Florida, come on out, come on to Lake Howell, December 2nd, uh, for the protect this, uh, protect the nest event with the amateur fights going on. Uh, like we can Trav said, he, he, with TH boxing, you have about four or five guys fighting, uh, different weight classes, different ages. So it'll be a fun time. And, um, and what they do at these events, folks, if you've never been to an amateur event, this one only has one ring as far as I'm aware. I don't think there's two, but with the one ring, it's constant. So they're, once one fight's over, they're getting the, one, the next fight in. Boom, 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 boom. And they were going to roll through these guys and gals. So just keep that in mind. And uh, the schedules are always a little tougher to get a hold of, like you knowing when somebody's going to go on. So you just kind of have to pay attention to the coaches and stuff like that. So yeah. doors open at noon. Fights start at one o'clock. It'll be a good time there at Lake Howell High School, which is in Winter Springs, Florida. Uh, I think it's on Dyke Road, right? Or is it on? Um... Hey, money. I don't think you can say that. No, no, no. What's uh, D Y? Uh, <laughs> D Y K. You know, that's the wrong no, way to no, say it. Too. No, it's, D-I- it's not. It's D I K E. That's the right way to say it, right? Yes, yes. Maybe yes. that's the other part of our of our viewership. Maybe we're getting uh Stop it. I, I think that you can like, Google Lake Howell High School and that'll find your way the, there. The flag with the, the seven, 70 colors on it. That's the that's some of our population, too. I think that we get those. Uh, Nobody's we, listening to this point anyway. At this point, they don't listen. So that's OK. I could say almost anything I would want to. Uh, episode 141 of the books. Uh, we can Trav. Any final thoughts there before we close it? Um, I want to tell everybody that B Money has officially sold his house and moved into his new house <laughs> and he's unpacking and getting settled in. So want to thank B Money for getting all these videos out to the audience of Wayne and Travis Harmon. The 934 subscribers that we have on YouTube, you should be very thankful B Money has taken care of us. I know that I am very thankful for you, B Money, and I'm thankful for your producing. I'm thankful for your editing. And also... I've been killing it, man. I've been like dead tired at the end of the day. Go I've ahead. done interviews now three days in a row. We've done something recorded something you, about the podcast. I I will make this commitment to you as you continue to keep doing what you're doing and I'll keep doing what I'm doing. So good job. You've been tearing it up as well. So good job on that, my friend. And I appreciate the uh, the kudos and the warm wishes and, and words and that sort of thing. Uh, we can Trav. That is episode 141. And so without further ado, I'm just going to say... That over there is the talent weekend traffic. That there is B Money, aka producer, aka the man that makes the podcast go round. Amen. God bless. God bless.